Well, good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Doll's Spirited Adventures. My name is Janet, also known as The Doll, and I host this podcast every Saturday evening, 5 p.m., that's Pacific Time. I'm so glad you could join me tonight. We are now in Season 2, Season 2, Episode 1. To smudge or not to smudge, that is the question. And that is the question I get asked often. So often I thought, hmm, perhaps I need to do an episode about it. Because there's so many ways to smudge, and there are so many reasons to smudge, that I thought, let's dedicate a little bit of time and discuss. So the first thing I'm going to do is go over some of the uh, some of the ways you can smudge, the reasons you can smudge, and the most often used smudging materials. Now, a lot of people have said to me, "Isn't smudging something you do with eyeliner?" Why? Why? Yes, yes, it is. If you want that nice smoky eye you definitely smudge that eyeliner. But this is a whole different ballgame, so let me bring this back around. Smudging is an ancient tribal way of clearing energy. And as I've said many, many times, we are all energy, so it's important to smudge not only your space, but also yourself. Let's start with some of the basic things that people use to smudge with. The first one that always comes to my mind is white sage. It is what, um, it's, it's what the ancient tribes have used for hundreds and thousands of years. It is also one that if not properly um, if not properly gathered from the fields, can actually damage the plant. So along with Palo Santo wood, which we'll get to later, uh, white sage is now becoming um, a smudging item that people are getting a little concerned about it being harvested properly. And therefore not harming the environment, not harming the plant itself, um, and having it be sustainable. Uh, it's, um, it's being chopped down so much that uh, it's actually becoming um, endangered. So uh, there, there's been a lot lately, I've noticed, um, in discussion groups about whether or not people should be using white sage. But what I have found, so I use it very um, discreetly, and I use it, uh, it's the least one that I use because it's kind of the big guns for me, if you know what I mean. Um, white sage is, is best for clearing negative energy and for purifying a space. I generally suggest that if a person has died in your house or a house that you're gonna clear, that white sage is probably the best and most potent 
It's very, very pungent. You definitely want to open windows when you're using this, this item. Um, but it is probably the most kick-ass material that you can use to smudge a space if you need to pull out the big guns. Um, you want to light it. You can use a sage bundle and put it in an abalone shell or a fireproof shell. And then I use a turkey feather um, and I, I go counterclockwise. I carry it counterclockwise and I fan the smoke with the feather so that it reaches every single corner of every room and, and you wanna do it throughout the whole house, okay? So if I feel that there is very negative energy or perhaps a negative spirit or presence or if someone has died and you are just wanting to purify the whole area, white sage is, is your go-to there, okay? Blue sage is less pungent than the white sage. Um, it actually has kind of a calming, cleaner smell, rather soothing scent, a little easier on the nose and eyes. Um, and it's, it's a, a great smudging material to use in rituals that um, promote healing if someone has been sick. Um, and it also promotes abundance. So <clears throat> anytime you want to smudge at any time, you always want to set your intention. So set your intention in your mind first, and then you light your smudging material and as you are going through the room or smudging the person, you ask that, you, know, you set your attention and you ask that all negative energies, all negative presence, leave that space and be filled with calm and serenity and health, whatever your intention is. You just repeat that over and over again as you're smudging the area. Black sage, so we're dealing with the sages right now. Black sage, I have never used black sage. So if any of you out there do use it on a regular basis or have any history with it, I would really like to know. <clears throat> it's also known as mugwort. I've heard that word before. Kind of sounds like something out of Harry Potter, doesn't it? Mugwort? No, that's hogwort. No. Never mind. I digress. Black sage is uh, extremely helpful if you're dealing with some inner turmoil and you're wanting to uh, start meditating to do some inner healing work on yourself. It's very, very helpful to have that burning as you're doing your meditation. And um, you can also use it as a protective layer, have it burning in the background. Uh, if you're doing any um, dream work, if you want to kind of enhance your dreams or be in a dreamlike state while you're meditating, or some people are into astral projection, astral travel, and this gives you a layer of protection if you're into that sort of thing. I have never done, well, I don't think I've really astral projected. As we all know, if you've been following my uh, 
podcast for any length of time. The doll does not sleep very well, so I have trouble even getting into a deep enough sleep to dream, let alone scoot my behind astrally any other place. But um, hey, never say never. It could happen. Probably not tonight, but it could happen. Okay? Now, people have been using herbs for smudging rituals for centuries. Lavender is another one that people ask me about. And I grow five different types of lavender in my gardens. I love it. I love it for making um, bath salts and to uh, steep it and and make my own kind of aerosol to clear space with um, with it in a spray bottle. Um, lavender is a really elegant and peaceful herb. And it's a wonderful way to cleanse spaces. It does uh, also increase clairvoyance. It gives you psychic protection. Uh, you can cleanse your aura with it and your home. And um, it creates, I don't know, it just, it, it creates the energy of tranquility. You know, I always feel very tranquil when I smell any any form of lavender. It just has that happy, healing, calm. It's really good for insomnia that I hear. I keep trying. <laughs> um, but it opens your heart chakra and it calms your mind. Um, and it does give you a sense of happiness and healing. And um, when you burn it, it, uh, it can be burned therapeutically. And um, as I said, it can address issues such as insomnia, depression, grief, sorrow, and anxiety. And I know that uh, a friend of mine, she always sprays lavender on her pillowcases at night so that uh, it does, and I have done this for myself, it does help with sleep. I know that for sure. I have taken a lavender bath before going to bed and it does greatly reduce stress uh, and it does allow you to relax and kind of calm your mind and calm, calm your spirit so that you can fall asleep rather quickly. Another smudging material is cedar. And cedar um, is, has that, you know, you, you think of your mom's old cedar chests, cedar closets um, for, for uh, items of clothing that, that are very cherished. Uh, cedar is used a lot for those types of items. Cedar is also a great thing to use when you are first moving into a new home. So before you even move anything in, you want to walk through that space and you want to smudge with cedar. You can even do a combination of cedar and lavender and bundle that up and smudge with that. Um, it's, it's a wonderful way to invite wanted and kind spirits into your home um, or your angels around you. And it's also a way to ask kindly and gently unwanted spirits to leave the presence. 
Also, when you are moving into a place, I just wanna, I can't stress this enough. Anytime you're moving stuff, whether you're moving into a new home or whether you are moving new items into your home, you always want to smudge because you're, anytime you're moving things, you stir things up, right? You're stirring the air up, you're stirring energy up. You don't know all of the energies that you're stirring around in that pot. So you definitely want to smudge when you're moving into a new place, you wanna get any energy from the previous inhabitants out of there, and you want to start with a fresh slate. Anytime you're bringing in a new item into your home, especially if it's secondhand, as we've uh, discussed before, your energy gets all over the energy of whatever you're touching and you leave your fingerprint, your energetic fingerprint on any objects you touch. So if it's a secondhand item, you want to smudge. Um, anytime you're, you know, if you've got a kid that's leaving to go off to college, you want to smudge the house because somebody that has been living there is now leaving. You want to balance out the energy in your home to accommodate the fact that that one person is no longer there. I'm, I, have, I have just found that anytime there's a change, you really need to think about smudging. I'm a firm, firm believer in smudging. So in, in order to answer the question that we started with, to smudge or not to smudge, yes, the answer is always yes but it doesn't always have to be something burning, all right? So you want to attract good energy. You want to eliminate negative energy. Cedar is your go-to for that. Now, sweet grass is another good one. Um, I like bundles that have a variety of things in them. And there's one that's called, I think, a grandfather smudge stick. I think it's something like that. And it has, it has uh, sage, and it has cedar, and it has lavender, and it has sweet grass. I believe, I think those are the four elements that are in there. And it, it uh, cleanses your aura, and it also allows you to, your heart, to be open to receiving wisdom and knowledge from the elders in your life, in your world, who you come across. Because people, people that have been around the block a bit, they have a lot of wisdom to impart on us and we should be ever so grateful for that. Now, Palo Santo wood is another incredible smudging item that I use probably the most. It is uh, from a sacred wood and it cannot be just, you can't pull the branches off the tree. It has to be harvested properly, which means you have to wait for the wood to drop off the tree. You cannot cut down a tree. Um, and it's, it's basically a holy wood. It too um, is another item just like the white sage that people are thinking hmm 
you know, it's become so popular, especially since there are, are a lot of uh, people that are, are smudging more these days. And why wouldn't we? I mean, with the pandemic going on and a lot of negative energy and having to be cooped up and, and um, people are nervous and frustrated and scared and, and you know, full of anxiety, anxiety-ridden people that, uh, and people are meditating more. So people are smudging more. So um, be mindful of the items that you use and that you are using them mindfully and that uh, wherever you're purchasing the items from, that they do it in a way that uh, is sustainable for for the the good of the plant or the tree or whatever you're using. But Palo Santo has this incredible aroma. It's sweet, it's soothing, Um, You don't even have to use the wood in order to get the benefits from it. When we first got our our puppy, Jersey Boy, he was very, well, the breed is very high strung anyway, but he seemed to need a lot of extra soothing. So I found some Palo Santo spray and it was like an oil spray that you can just spray on your hands. And I would just rub them together, you know, get a good little friction going, spray the oil on there, rub it into my hands. And then I would just, from the tips of his ears all the way down to the little nub of his tail, I would rub it into his fur ever so lightly. You don't have to like douse him, just a light little bit. And it would calm him right down. And then I noticed that if I got a little bottle of uh, Palo Santo oil, uh, like essential oil, we have a steam cleaner. And I would just put a couple of drops of the Palo Santo oil right in the water and steam my hardwood floors. I would steam my area rugs. I steamed everything. And oh my gosh, my animals just settled right down. Everybody that walked in, they could feel that everything was just calm. The energy was clear. There was no tension. You could feel it immediately, even if you weren't really concentrating on the smell. And it was very faint, but it worked and it worked like magic. So if you have a steam cleaner, I highly, highly recommend that you give that a try. Just a couple of drops of Palo Santo essential oil directly into the water that's in your steam cleaner and use it on your hardwood floors. You will feel like, you will feel like the whole place is enchanted. I can't even describe. I can't even describe for you how wonderful the whole place felt after doing that. So I'm a firm believer you don't have to smudge with smoke in order to clear an area properly. You can use, um, you know, that's why a lot of people like to burn potpourri. Potpourri is not just rose petals. You Potpourri is anything you want it to be. 
So you can steep some lavender with some other um, herbs on your stove and have that just kind of simmering. Or if you have a potpourri burn, you know, a little pot that you can burn on a hardwood stove, that's very soothing. It doesn't, you don't have to wait for winter to do something like that. So I highly recommend that. We're gonna take a quick break, but when we come back, I have an actual um, recipe for what we call Florida water, which is another way that you can smudge without using smoke. So sit tight, get your pen ready. You're gonna wanna write this one down. We'll be back in just a moment. If you're just joining us, we are discussing smudging today. And no, not eyeliner, smudging as in lighting different herbs or woods to um, cleanse a space or yourself. So where we left off, we've discussed burning various items such as Palo Santo wood and lavender and sage, all different kinds of sages. But there are times when uh, a person can't use flame or smoke, such as inside a building that has a great uh, alarm system and you'll get a rather good dousing of water and the fire department will be called and you might get a fine. So in instances where you need to clear an area that you can't use smoke in, there are things such as Florida water that you can spray that will cleanse a space or a person or an object um, without having to, to light anything on fire. Florida water is basically known as a holy water. Shamans use Florida water in their rituals and they have even been known to put some in their mouth and then go and spew it out and cleanse either a person or as part of their ceremony, uh, they'll spew it out to clear an area. I'm not too much into putting it in my mouth, but I have no problem putting it in a bottle to spray it. Um, and you can purchase it. It's, uh, it's not very expensive. A lot of people have even used it as kind of an after bath splash. It has a very pleasant uh, fragrance to it. And it's, um, it's just very light and it, it's like nothing I've ever smelled before. So it's very hard to describe, but you can make your own and I, and as, I, as I was looking over the ingredients, I thought, hmm, six cups of good quality vodka. No wonder the shamans like to put it in their mouth. I'm on to you guys, just so you know. Okay, get your pen and paper handy. I'm going to give you a recipe. You can tinker with it all you'd like. Um, you can look up. There are many, many 
different recipes for this, but this is a pretty easy one to follow. And it's uh, pretty foolproof and easy to make. So uh, I'd love to hear from you if you want to give this a try. So gather together your herbs. You're going to use about a half a cup of dried sage, a half a cup of dried cedar, uh, and this is like the branch, the branches that still have like the, the, the leaf part on it or this, the needle part on it. Um, half a cup of dried sweet grass and a half a cup of dried lavender and six cups of good quality vodka, like a hundred proof. Okay. So you combine all the herbs with the vodka and place it in a large glass jar and store it at room temperature for 14 days, or as they say, half a moon cycle. And then um, you can consider leaving it out to infuse um, either during a full or a new moon. Once it's done steeping for 14 days, you want to place um, a clean liquid, you know, a clean container underneath it and a paper towel with a mesh strainer and strain out the liquid from the herbs into a clean container with a lid and store it um, for use. And you can also use this in a steamer as well. There's also another holy water that I like to use and they are kind of touting it as quote unquote the new Florida water because it's supposed to be even more magical and more potent than Florida water and it's called Agua Sacral and it's uh, purple. It's, it's kind of violet in color and it's um, made of a blend of 10 essential oils. They will not give out the recipe for this, by the way, that I have seen. Uh, it's supposed to be a big secret. So a blend of 10 essential oils, which does include Palo Santo along with some alcohol. So I have a feeling vodka will probably be featured in there somewhere for sure. Um, and I like to use these in areas that either I don't want if I'm if I'm in a hurry and I don't want to deal with anything flammable, um, I will spray an area or an object or myself with uh, either of these two um, holy waters. So what I would like you to take away from, from tonight's episode is this. If you've never tried smudging, give it a try. I have found that after I smudge, it just, I just feel so much lighter. I feel, um, if I've had a rough day, you know, or if I've been around a lot of negativity, you know, that's going to stick on you. Um, be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of how you're feeling. And you may want to try to incorporate doing some smudging of your own um, with various, you know, and experiment. You may like Palo. You may like Sage. You may like Lavender. You may like different blends. Um, or try some of the essential oils. Try some Palo Santo oil in your steamer. Uh, see how if that makes your the energy in your surroundings feel any different, um, or even 
uh, try a little bit on, on a pet. If a pet is acting crazy and you want to calm it down, try it during the 4th of July maybe um, on, on an animal. I have found that they, they really do, um, they connect with it on a soulful level for some reason. That palo is something special, I'm telling you. So don't, don't be afraid to experiment and see what works for you. And if you are one that likes to grow your own herbs, I know my next door neighbor's daughter, her room is filled with um, all these beautifully made uh, smudge sticks of sage, just sage that she's tied, to, that dried and tied together. And I'm going to have to ask her how she does it because it looks professionally done. Um, might save me a little bit of money if I grow my own. Or I could just uh, learn how to tie it and I can make my little lavender satchels uh, to, to burn. That would be kind of cool. Maybe I can uh, have some for some special listeners if y'all are into that. So... Let me know what works for you. I'm very interested, and I really love to hear from my listeners. I do have a website, and that is thedollsspiritedadventures.com. That's T-H-E-D-O-L-L-S-S-P-I-R-I-T-E-D-A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S.com. I have email on that website and that is thedoll48 at hotmail.com I have a Facebook page for The Doll's Spirited Adventures and there is a link to every episode on my website and on the Facebook page. I also do post a link to each episode on my Twitter which is at thedoll48 on Twitter if you'd like to connect with me there. My podcast can be heard on about eight or nine different platforms. My personal host for my podcast is Anchor. So you can listen through Anchor. You can listen through Spotify, um, through Pocket Podcast, um, Apple, you name it. Pretty much on every platform around around the globe, you can hear it. And... Again, this is season two, episode one. So we are now into our second season. This is very exciting. If there are any, you know, things that you'd like me to discuss, please touch base with me. If you have questions, I'd love to hear from you. I always love to hear from my listeners and do enjoy the feedback. So until next time, I'll be looking forward to... uh, taking you on another adventure. Have a great week, everybody. Bye now.